everybody. Welcome to another episode of Big Ideas from the Business Intelligence Guy. I'm Nate Moore. Today I want to talk about a project. Uh, I've got one to work on this week. I was working on another one um, a week or so ago, and I've done a couple in the past recently around physician compensation. And I've seen a variety of different approaches to physician compensation. What I want to talk about specifically today is working with RVUs and physician comp. And my friend Frank Cohen will tell you that there's all kinds of problems with RVUs when you're trying to judge workload and how much work's done and the value of the work and all those good things. And granted that there are all those problems, it's still a big part of how physicians are compensated in the real world. Medicare, for example, is going to factor in RVUs when it comes to compensation. And so what I've seen a lot of groups do is say, well, look, warts and all, this is the way we're being paid, so this is the way we're going to pay the physicians is kind of the way the practice looks at it. What I want to talk about today is if you're going to have physician comp, at least part of it, be based on work RVUs, then what I've done for some groups is to try to say, I'm going to factor in more than just the work RVU when I look at work RVUs, particularly modifiers. So what I've seen groups do is say, look, here are the six or eight or 10 modifiers that matter in our practice. Or if you're a multi-specialty group, it might be 12 or 15 or whatever. Here are the modifiers that matter to our practice. And then what I've seen these groups do is say, okay, the different payers may pay these a little bit differently. Somebody may pay 20% or 16% or 12.6% or whatever for an 80 modifier. And so what they'll do is they'll come to some agreement that says, look, this is the this is what we're going to use. Most of our business is Medicare, so we're going to use Medicare's rates. Or most of our business is the blues or whatever, so we're going to use the blues rate. But take those modifiers and multiply them and do the math to say if the RVU for a given procedure is five, for example, and there's this modifier or that modifier or two or three modifiers on that procedure, then go back and multiply your way through and say, all right, I'm going to multiply this by 150% or 68% or whatever the, the uh, modifiers required to get a more accurate look at the value of the RVU to the payer and the value of the, the RVU that you're getting paid on. All that said, I've had several groups say, yeah, the payers may do it this way, but we want to incentivize this or that or the other thing in our practice. So we want to do it a little bit differently. Here's an example. Uh, a payer may say for an 80 or an 81 or an 82 or an AS modifier, we're going to pay 20% or 16% or whatever the payer does. What a practice I'm working with this week said is we want to incentivize uh, it's a surgical practice and they want to incentivize co-surgeons and people working in the operating room together and this matters to us. And so they said, all right, how are we going to do this? And so what they said was, all right, we're going to change the modifier for our purposes to say, if there's an assistant on the case, we're going to do this. And if there's not an assistant on the case, we're going to do that. It makes the physician comp a little more complicated. And my friend Ken Hertz will tell you, you don't want to make it too complicated. And it's got to be easily understood and folks can, you know, understand. And if it's a black book and, you know, this or a black box, I should say, a black box and nobody knows what goes in or out of physician comp, it's hard to influence behavior. But what this group said is now we want to influence behavior. And so we're going to, we're going to step outside the normal modifier rules and make this change and do it. And the way we're calculating those changes is in SQL Server. We're pulling the data from the practice management system into SQL Server. And then we're using SQL Server to do the math that says, here's the modifiers we're going to modify by and we're going to do an additional modification to bump up the compensation for folks who assisted surgery because that matters to our practice. I have seen groups do similar kinds of things with 
multiple procedure discounts and say, you know, what? we don't like them or we don't think they're fair or we don't whatever, but that's the way we're paid. So they've tried to do at least at uh, some rudimentary level, reducing the second or third or more procedures on a claim to account for the way that they're going to get paid on the claim. And again, there's pro- I, I do this for one group in the Midwest, and there's three different ways that their payers deal with multiple procedure discounts and how they reduce and how much they reduce. And there's a, you can way overcomplicate this. And so I, my suggestion is if you're if it's a big deal for your group, um, you deal with multiple procedure discounts because you're in uh, surgical or orthopedics or GI or whatever it is. Come up with a standard rule that says, the heck with what all the payers are doing. Our biggest payers doing this or most of our payers are doing that. This is the way we're going to handle multiple procedure discounts. And we're going to do 100% for the first procedure, 50% for the next, and then 25 for the third, or 50% for everything after the second, whatever you decide. And again, this is what you pay SQL Server to do. I wouldn't try to, I mean, it's probably possible to do this in Excel, but it's not going to be fast or efficient to do it in Excel. And so I think what, well, what we do is grab the data out of the practice management system, throw it in the data warehouse in SQL Server, and make SQL Server do the math on, that we decide and make it reasonably straightforward and explainable to say, we're going to do all the modifiers except for this one. And here's the one exception we're going to make. And we're going to do the multiple procedure discounts. And no matter what the payers say, we're doing 150-50 or 150-25, whatever it is. And make it so that folks can see the math and see the tie between their work and the physician compensation that you're trying to incentivize in the first place. So try that. Next time you dare raise the subject of physician comp, I think I look at how are RVUs part of our physician compensation formula? How do we adjust those RVUs for the real world in terms of modifiers or multiple procedure discounts or other things that affect the way that we're being paid? And then how can we simplify that and make it understandable physicians so that they can understand and appreciate how their work translates into their compensation based on a reasonably straightforward formula. That's my advice for today. I'm doing that work for a group this week. I did it for another group the week before and did um, some other calculations for a group a couple weeks ago. I'm seeing it out there, and I think it's something you ought to consider as you think about physician comp and motivating your physicians in your practice based on the way the, the money's flowing into your practice. I hope these ideas are helpful for you. Thanks for joining me today.